M. Laura. Hang on, I have to flush the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Emily. Welcome to Slowing Down with the Simonians, the other Armenian sisters. Join us weekly for trending topics, deep discussions, unfiltered sister talk, and janky life hacks. Always with a splash of humor. That was good. Yeah. Flora. Emily. Hi. Good morning and welcome back. Welcome back to you. I am drinking water out of a teacup this morning because it makes me feel fancy. That's very posh. That's like, okay, you, your persona, you're very glitzy, glam, but I have to say, Em, you're also kind of janky. Really? I mean, I know that I'm janky, but I just didn't know that you knew it. I just think that drinking water out of a teacup really just hones in on that janky glam persona of yours. The juxtaposition. Right. But what do you know that I do that's janky? Because I I thought it was a secret. Well, it's no secret to me. Like, didn't you make a dress out of a pillowcase once? Uh, Like when I was little? No, like in recent years. (laughs) Mm, I used to like to take material and make it like a bandana top. Yeah, you would just like wrap it around your body. (laughs) (laughs) You think that's janky? (laughs) Well, it's not exactly the fancy glam life that you uh, claim to live. (laughs) Burn! (laughs) Well, um, you also like, you use a lot of paper plates. I do. (laughs) Yeah. Did you notice that when you came to visit me? Which is fine. But like you have like this brilliant, like beautiful meal. And then you like bust out the paper plates (laughs) on (laughs) your gosh. On your I have never been more embarrassed. Your marble table. Well, you guys, she has a marble dining room table and then she puts paper plates on it. (laughs) Not all the time. Only when you were there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do have small children, so that was probably a good move, actually. Yeah, it's just that I'm really lazy and I don't want to always do dishes, especially when we have a lot of people around. Um, Right. Also, can I just, in my defense, say that I recycle because paper plates are so wasteful and I don't want to lose people listening to this podcast because they think that I'm not going to reduce, reuse, recycle. It's our second episode and we're already losing fans that we don't have. Right. Mom? (laughs) Mom's going to stop listening because she knows that I'm using paper plates. Also, I'm having kind of like a, like I'm very um, clogged in the throat. (laughs) Okay. We'll excuse you this once. Yeah, I'm like trying to clear my throat. That's why I'm drinking the water out of the teacup. Okay. Well, 
We won't hold it against you. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, Em, I'm glad you asked. Welcome to our 2020 morale boost. Morale boost. We, I think that just with 2020 being the cluster that it is, we just kind of need a little bit of like rallying and like mm-hmm. pumping up. Like, yeah, right. come on guys. We're in this. We're, we're halfway through the year. We're more than halfway through. We can do it. We're right. We're almost there. We need a shot in the arm. Yeah. The finish line is in sight. Yeah. What a year it's been, Laura. <clears throat> well, first off though, I think that just since it's, you know, an early episode and we talked about being um a cheater brand. Right. I think Proud we should kind of cheater brand. <laughs> I think we should kind of come back to the Kardashians and tell our listeners who we would be if we were gonna, you know, mold ourselves into one of the Kardashian sisters, which I do have to say I don't think that we're really that similar other no. than that there are three of us and we're Armenian. And we're in California. Well yeah. I'm not, but we're from there. And <laughs> Just kidding. There really is no other similarities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we're not like them at all, but in these million ways we are. <laughs> um, so I want you to start because I honestly have to admit that I don't even watch them. I don't think I've ever seen a full episode and I don't really even like know them that well. Right. I don't know who is who really, except that um, I don't mm-hmm. know. Sure. Sure. So it's so hard because I I don't feel like we're like them at all, really. And so my first instinct in my heart of hearts was to say that I'm Kim. Yeah, I would I would say that too from what little I know. However, I do feel like my personality is more Chloe. Interesting. And why do you say that? How did you come to that conclusion? Um, because Chloe has like a lightness about her, like she's She's seen, I was going to say low maintenance, but I don't think she is. She, she's just like a fun girl. Okay. And then why do you say that you're like Kim? I think I'm like Kim in that she's, she can be a little over the top. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm so froggy today. She can be a little over the top in like her presentation. Um, right. I mean, she's a gorgeous woman. I'm not trying to say that I look like Kim Kardashian. I'm just saying that I aesthetically would want to dress like her and I aspire to. You're just both a little extra. Correct. Okay. I can get on board with that. And so I think, so you're like a Chloe Kim mix. So, and then Melissa, she would be, Melissa, do you have anything to say? Melissa? I guess she's not here. I guess she's, she, her call dropped. (laughs) (laughs) She's not here guys, but keep, keep listening because she's going to come on later. We'll see. (laughs) I've blatantly told a bold faced lie. Just an empty promise. We have something coming for you. Okay. So, I mean, Courtney's the oldest, right? Yes. I mean, if we're just going based strictly on like birth order, it would be Melissa's Courtney, you're Kim and I'm Chloe. But like personality wise, does Melissa fit with Courtney? 
I mean, the elusive Melissa is a bit like the elusive Courtney, where they just give no Fs and they're a little bit off the radar. Okay. Um, they're like more chill. Yeah. Okay. That fits. Chillissa. Oh, I've ne- <laughs> we've never said that before. Yep. That really fits. Um, I don't know who I am then. Okay. I think that you are a Kim Chloe mix as well. Hmm, interesting. Because I mean for the same reasons, I just I mean M, are you saying that you think I'm a fun girl? You're a fun gal. <laughs> um, well, I'm really I don't know. I'm into the Enneagram. I'm really on that train right now. And I'm a four, which is the individualist. So basically that means don't put me in a box, M. Maybe I'm not any of the Kardashians because I'm my own person. All right. Spoken like a true four. Um, I, yeah, I mean, people are always asking us to do this. And so we're doing it for you. All right, everybody. But we're really not like them. But if you're going to go birth order, we'll just say, Melissa's Courtney, I'm Kim, and you're Chloe. All right. But hopefully the audience is. Well, yeah. You know what? Why don't we get the audience to weigh in on one of our um, Instagram posts, and we'll finally put this to bed. Okay. Let's do it. But I also think we should get Melissa to weigh in. Maybe we should give her a little call. Ooh. Let's give the listeners what they want, which is the elusive Melissa Simonian. I think that you should call her live, but we collect. Collect. I love a collect call. <laughs> I, was say collect. I love a collect call to Melissa Simonian. We we do this more than you would know, listeners. We love to call her collect. <laughs> okay. Do you want to call or should I? Yeah, I'll call. Okay. Okay. Ready. Gonna put it on speaker. One eight hundred C O L L E C T. Beautiful. Oh gosh, I hope it still works. This it is has to. This is like such a throwback to the nineties. You know what else is a throwback? Or headphones. Thank <gasps> you for calling one eight hundred collect. Yes. Powered by Cal. Now we can also assist you in making collect calls to wireless numbers. Beautiful. For wait information, please wait for instructions. For English assistance, press one now. But I would please enter the area code and number you are calling, followed by the pound sign. The best part is that she's gonna have to pay for this. This is the best part. That- to make a collect call, press 1 now. To bill to a calling card or credit card, enter the card number now, followed by the pound sign. What? To bill oh, no. to a third party, press 2 now. Oh, 2. To speak to an operator. We're going to bill her. Perfect. That's the best part is that we she has to pay to pick up this call from okay. us. That's Please what I thought. An operator. Oh, the operator's coming. <clears throat> Thank you for calling when you can put collect. Wait for the available pen request. Are you trying to call this number? 714-336-3717, right? Yes, I am. 
And how would you like to pay for this phone call? You can collect calls, so I can connect you right away. Or you want to use a credit card? Can we bill the um, the person we're calling? <laughs> yes, we can bill this to the number that you're trying to call. Great. <laughs> okay, so we're going to use a collect call, so please hold while we process your call for billing the wireless number. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so does this? Oh, Emily and Laura. Please hold while we connect your call. It's probably going to be a pretty penny since you're out of state. I know. Wow, what is this music? This music sounds like it's part of a Van Nuys film, if you know what I mean. You would know, Kim. This is the music for the films that they make in the valley. It's really loud. Oh, I hope she answers. It's so like her to not pick up. Also, do we need to bleep out her number? Probably. We don't want our fans to be blowing her up. We are sorry. The party you called did not accept the charges. Pick them up now and redial 1-800-CLEX. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh. She rejected the bill. Let's just call her directly and see if she answers. Because I feel like people really want to hear from her. Okay. Let's, let's try. I'm just not. I don't want to get our fans' hopes up. Okay. Well, it's early. It's 825 so if she doesn't answer, she doesn't answer, and we'll keep trying. Wow, the suspense is killing me. I feel like we're on those old school like radio shows where they would prank people. Yeah, like Rick D's. Yeah. D's sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> With Ellen Kay. Yeah. And her big seed zigs. Throwback. She's totally not answering. Does she even have an outgoing message? No. Your call has been forwarded uh, to an automated voicemail. I bet her system. voicemail is full. Seven, one, yeah. four, three. It three, has been for years. Six, three, seven, one, seven. We're blessing is her not personal available. number all over the internet. The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages of at this time. Of course it's full. Goodbye. Oh, it's, she really burned us. It's been full for years. It's full for years. I hate it. Okay, let's move on. We've wasted enough time trying She's to She's unreachable. Morris. You know, she just <laughs> needs to come out in her own time and she'll join us when she joins us, you guys. All right. Fine. <laughs> so, okay. M. Should we slow it down? Let's slow it down. Let's talk about our 2020 and give the audience a little morale boost because I know we can all use it. Yeah, 2020 was a cluster. Is a cluster. We're still in it. I know. And so I kind of want to hear about like your blunders, kind of things that have gone wrong, how you've been affected by everything. Um, yeah. So, and same to you. Can't wait to hear about your blunders, even though I already know them. But what I will say is that the first part of this year was really tough for me 
And I, I think I struggled more in like the first two to four weeks of coronavirus than, than ever before. I mean, it was, it was rough, but, um, I feel a lot better now, just on a personal note. Mm -hmm. And I think that my biggest takeaway from this and what I will kind of put in as my little, um, you know, nugget here for the 2020 morale boost is the art of the reframe, which Mm. a reframe is, you know, a, a cognitive reframe is taking a look at something that you might be viewing as negative and changing your perspective um, to see it in a different way, in a more positive way, or even just a more neutral way. Mm -hmm. And so looking at coronavirus, um, and I'm not trying to minimize everything that happened, of course, I know people um, got sick and people are still getting sick. uh, And it's not a great situation. However, when I'm saying that we could potentially change our perspective. I'm talking more about like your general, we're, we're sitting home in the first weeks of the coronavirus or things continue to be shut down or to be looking kind of grim. Right. And instead looking at it like, well, what are some of, what are the silver linings of this? Right. And Um, like almost having coping mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. Or just looking at, Hey, I've actually had more time at home with, family or I've connected with people um, through Zoom and I normally wouldn't have, or I had time to sit down and finally, yeah, (laughs) read a novel that I never got to read. Um, Right. So just kind of that perspective shift. And especially I'm even thinking like on a national scale with everything else that we have going on and we're, we're not going to get political, um, on this podcast, but obviously we're in an election year, you know, no one's living under a rock. We know what's happening. We know about the civil unrest. Um, and so I think just on a national scale, when you have these big events that are happening as many are this year, we're, we're most likely going to see big change and that might not be a bad thing. Right. So I think it's easy to fall into like doom and gloom. And everybody's kind of just waiting for what's going to happen next in a bad way. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is kind of just remaining hopeful. And like you said, trying to find the silver line- linings, even though nothing has gone the way any of us ever imagined. Um, I know I, I don't know how I would be doing it. I'm a woman of faith. I feel like that's really, really been my lifeline this year. Um, not that it hasn't been before, but just something like bigger to believe in and have your hope in, I think really has helped me. Yeah. Something bigger, like a larger glass of wine instead (laughs) of the smaller glass. Um, I, I feel like some of the funnier things that have sort of obviously everyone has seen the memes and like I personally have an intense gray hair streak that is just flowing I mean I can attest to that I've seen it flow 
yeah, I think I think maybe I'll have to get brave and share the gray streak because it is in full force. And um, I'm just trying to keep things light. I know that there's nothing light about losing jobs and loved ones and not being able to see people or travel and not to mention just there's so much upheaval in everyone's lives. But yeah, we're here no. to boost the morale, to rally You're- you're fine, Laura. We're not CNN. We're slowing down with the Simonians. And we totally want to hear about your gray streak in full force. Well, I was going to say, Em, that it kind of reminds me of your hair blunder. Maybe you could share about that. So many hair blunders over the years, Laura. But so I think many. the hair blunder of 2020 takes the cake. It does. Yeah. Um, well, everyone earlier this year in the first few weeks of the pandemic, I, you know, I am actually a brunette, but I dye my hair blonde. Okay. The secret's out. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Um, and everything shut down. And so I, like many of us, I couldn't get into the salon and I had to think on my feet and do something. take matters into my own hands she's really dragging this out for you guys <laughs> okay you need the build up and so long story short I had a big hair blunder and I dyed my hair orange like not just a little bit of a brassy tint but like bozo bozo the clown um Yeah. So I was rocking some orange hair for a while, but it turned more orange on one side than the other. So I just did like a very deep side part. And so you couldn't really tell. Um, and I adjusted, I adjusted the lighting so that when I was doing zoom sessions with my clients, they couldn't see the orange. Um, gosh, it was like, it was really sad for me. (laughs) It was a lot. I'm so glad that you made it out of that difficult time, Em. Yeah, well, we all have our struggles. Um, On another more serious note, my youngest is having um, cleft palate surgery, and it was scheduled for April, um, but that got pushed out to the end of September. So we were actually planning on moving not this fall, but early June. So that all got pushed back, which I know isn't the worst thing, but when you're yeah it's disappointing right when you're just anticipating and trying to plan and obviously no plans have gone as expected this year so that's been a little bit of a a challenge but it just means longer time in California close to family which is a blessing and also just more time at the beach and soaking in um, all that California has to offer which has been great in the summer because I'm going to miss the ocean. I'm such a beach bum. I don't want to be landlocked, but I think I'll make it through. Yeah. Uh, I'm jealous that you're in California. I truly am because, ah, you know, once you live in LA, there's no other way. That's so true. Well, I feel like to kind of boost some morale, we, we should share some like most recent blunders or we can talk like little luxuries and just kind of lighten the mood little luxuries I love when we do little luxuries of course we've done it off air (laughs) we've actually never done it before (laughs) let's bring it on the show 
Okay. Well, sure, sure. Right. No one has heard us do this, but we do it. <laughs> we do it. We do it. Hey, can I give a shout out to a friend before we um, jump into our little luxuries and sign off for the day? Yeah, let's do it. Big, big, big shout out to our dear friend, Markella, who just had her first baby a few days ago. Woo! Woo! Welcome to the world. Welcome to the world, baby boss. And Markella was you know, a beautiful, glowing, pregnant woman taking these like glamour shots on a hill with like a flowing gown and flowing hair. And we were just in awe of her. Like, oh my gosh, how does she look so good pregnant? And she's like loving it. I think she was one of those women and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Markella later, but I think she was one of those women that really enjoyed her pregnancy and, okay, but I also think that she was really sick. Um, really? You're right. You're right. She it. was sick at the beginning. I hope she doesn't mind that we're saying this. Anyway, the point isn't to like, mind. the point isn't to put her on blast. I more was just thinking I've obviously never been pregnant, but I feel like if I were, I would be the worst pregnant woman. I would just, ugh, like I would hate being pregnant. I would be like moody and hungry and I, I feel like I would be the beast from the Sandlot that you have to like chain up in a dark room and oh, yeah. like you wouldn't be able to come in the room. You just need to open the door a crack to like throw food in to like throw me a slab of meat and then close the door quickly so I don't attack. I, I feel like that's the scope of what my pregnancy would be. Can you see it? I think you're right. Anyway, yeah. hopefully, I mean, I think that we would probably just... I wouldn't mess with the door. I would just like slide it under. Yeah, but I would need like a big slab of meat or like carbs. Yeah. I would need like a, a loaf of bread. Right. <laughs> I got pretty crotchety there at the end of my pregnancies. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Actually, does. I don't. I don't. I think it was more just like wanting to be in hibernation. It's like a weird primal instinct of like wanting to go like crawl into a cave to like give birth and then like come out on the other side once it's all said and done. I can see that. Well, anyway, congrats, Markella. We're so excited for you and your fam. Congratulations. Okay. So what's your little luxury, Em? My little luxury... And, um, so do you want to explain how you kind of classify a little luxury? It's like a favorite or just a little moment that is, yeah, it could be anything. It could be as minor as like my luxury this week is that I got a new tube of toothpaste and now I don't have to squeeze my old tube as hard as I can to get out a small drop. That's such a mom luxury. (laughs) Or it could be as big as like, oh, I, you know, went and got a massage or whatever. Mm. Got it. Okay. Just something that's yeah. getting you through that feels luxurious. That's like, you know, like drinking water out of a teacup. Yeah, that is a little luxury. Teacup water. Um, actually, my little luxury for this week, you know, we set up a trampoline in the backyard for the boys a few weeks ago. And... I'm working from home. So sometimes in the middle of the day on a lunch break or when I need to just get outside and get fresh air, I'll go outside and jump on the trampoline. 
as a grown ass woman That's in the awesome. middle of my work day. And it feels great. There's That's no other way. Luxury. That is a luxury. You enjoy that. Okay. What's your little luxury? My little luxury. Um, probably either my doTERRA face mask because it only takes like three minutes and that's sometimes all I have, or I would, I kind of think like sometimes I have to lock myself in the pantry for like five minutes just to get some peace and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a snack when you're in there? Of course. What is your snack? Is it Annie's? usually... Bunny grams fruit snacks. Oh no, but I love their bunny grams. It's usually like graham crackers or like a square of chocolate, like a small morsel. Yeah. Um, but like it's a morsel dark because actually, a lot of the time I use the pantry. I know a lot of moms talk about like going to the bathroom alone, but that just isn't my reality. So, the pantry, the thing with that is that they never know I'm in there. That's brilliant. And then I just randomly come out and like everybody is happy to see me, meaning the girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's going to be really confusing for them. <laughs> like you well, just appear out of that room. And the they thing don't is, understand. I think on some level they know because yesterday my youngest, it's funny because sometimes when we can't find them, they're in there because they love to go in there and play. So really it's funny that it's like a hiding place for me, but they can't really open the door that easily. <laughs> um so we opened the door yesterday and she was in there like shoving hot dog buns in her mouth (laughs) (gasps) oh my gosh she is part of our family yeah totally (laughs) so I think on some level she knows that that's like the hiding place to go when you just need a minute to shove your face with food yeah with hot dog buns So do you, wait, do you think she chose hot dog buns because they were the lowest on the shelf or was that really what she wanted? Um, I think it was a combination. Good to know. Yeah. Well, on that note, M, I think that um, we'll have to wrap it up without Melissa. Two episodes down and still no Melissa. <laughs> And we'll just have to leave our audience waiting. Waiting for the big arrival of the elusive Melissa Simonian. Thanks for slowing it down with us, everyone. Until next time. Until next time.